ఐ మీ తాతు అండ్ దిస్ ఇస్ తాతు పోడ్కాస్ట్స్ It is the 21st century. Supposed influences across the globe have become our only source of inspiration in life. The organic lifestyle is, I should say, like slowly making its way into the Maldivian lifestyle. Skincare and haircare routines are not considered complete without some coconut oil incorporated in it in some way. It is essential to go vegan and substitute all things dairy with coconut milk. <laughs> Aesthetic looking jewelry made out of coconut palm nuts and wood is the most trendiest of them all. I think it is safe to say that the Maldivians would I say metaphorically die if they don't fit into this new modern day coconut loving trend. But did you know that our ancestors actually did die if it was not for their love for coconut and coconut palm i just wanted to highlight a maldivian folklore that i came across recently which is quite funny absurd yet it made complete sense at the same time it also made me question my scientific knowledge on a whole new level so here it goes Legend has that the very first people who came to the Maldives were also one of these 21st century vegans at heart. I mean, that's what I thought when the book dramatically read that the people simply could not survive on the islands because there were no coconut palms or no coconuts available. Even if they did not need to carefully place their dried fish aesthetically on a basket made out of coconut palm leaves for an IG post, they still needed such baskets if they wanted to eat for, let's say, basic survival. They also needed coconut oil to cook, not because they had to substitute the normal vegetable oil with it for health purposes. Again, they needed it for basic survival. According to the legend, they also needed hair oil for survival because hair goes i don't know moving on people started dying in great numbers because of the lack of coconut palms and other benefits it comes with every day was a funeral day either your friend or someone from your family died tired of this very depressing situation like always someone stood up to make it all right side note it's always the one person who always finds a way to save our country like god bless such patriotic souls we got to love them right moving on with the story in this particular story it was a sorcerer who took matters into his own hands the fundita baby did his thing he researched and he came up with this sort of magical potion He then would uh, go into graveyards and put some of these magical mixtures into the mouths of the dead before they were buried. In no time, out of the mouth of every buried corpse, a green shoot came out. They kept growing and eventually grew into a young little cute little tree, which is known as the coconut palm or the behiru. 
as you see it around even now, some of the coconut palms, you see it's a bit taller than the others. Some are a bit fair, some are a bit darker. Now, the folklore has a logic behind it. According to the folklore, the size and the color of the coconut palm depends on the height and the color of the corpse it came out of. Yeah. The folklore also says that when you remove the husk from the coconut, the three holes you see is apparently a face. Two of the holes being the eyes and the other, the soft one being the mouth. I'll give you a moment to digest that fact. <laughs> now, does it mean that every time we're having anything coconut, we're basically having the brain juice of our forefathers? Is this the reason why some are still having trouble coming out of their old school mindset? Now, this is a question planted in my brain by someone I know. You know who you are. If you're listening, shout out to you for the nightmares this theory has caused me. Now, I want you all to do one thing for me. I want you all to let me know what you think about it in the comment section below. What's your take on this entire coconut forefathers brain juice conspiracy? Coming back to the folklore. The Fundi the Bebe taught the survivors how to make use of everything it gives and the Maldivians started to find ways to like planting other coconuts to grow new coconut palms and all. And soon the entire country was apparently covered with coconut palm. Now this is where we know that this folklore has some truth to it. When we go through some historic documents, it is known that the most travelers used to call the Maldives the Coconut Islands. In the vlogs, I mean the blogs, no, the documents, yes. In the documents, they have written about how from afar the country looks like one big neighborhood because of this number of coconut palms planted on each island. Other than the uses the Fandita Bebe taught the survivors, by this time, the Maldivians kind of found other ways to make use of the items they got from the coconut palm. Famous ancient history bloggers like El Masudi and Suleiman the Persian sea captain noted how the queen of the Maldives would order her islanders to cut coconut palm branches with leaves and throw them upon the surface of the sea and collect some sort of a creature to make curries whenever the queen feels like her treasures are diminishing. They also used items they get off the coconut palm to make baskets to export fish and they would also make ships with everything a coconut palm can offer without the use of a single metal spike or a nail. It's amazing to think how far we have come from that, you know? The coconut palm and its beauty are still sold in our country. But what worries me is how we now rely on foreign products rather than using the Fanditabebe knowledge by ourselves. And for you dum-dums who didn't understand what I just said, what I'm trying to say is that our forefathers found a way to survive on their own with zero help from anyone outside. So why should we depend on selling overseas coconut products to promote our country or to use as basic kitchen staples or hair care or to build stable boards? I mean, Mohammed Tagurfan did not need a fiberglass ship to fight the Portuguese. So support the authentic local homegrown products, right? 
Now, thank you all for listening to my very long rant, but history and being patriotic is something which I take very passionately. And since today we are uh, marking the National Patriotism Day, I thought of doing something like this. Let me know if you enjoy listening to such content in the comment box down below. At the same time, do remember to click the subscribe button and do share if you like this and i'll also like to remind you all that you guys can catch tato podcasts on different other platforms as well now i'll see you all next week bye now go